seats. Welcome to Good Friday service. My name is Michelle. If you're new here, if you've been here a couple of times, welcome. We hope that as you come into this place, True North family, that you do feel loved and connected. If there's anything more you need to know about who we are outside at the What's On desk, there's some friendly people that would love to share a little bit more about who we are as True North Church. But welcome. It is great to gather on this morning. Can you hear the whistle? of the wind and you made it out. Good job. It is great to be here, to be able to come into this place where Good Friday is one of those significant weekends and a days amongst this Easter weekend where we get to come and gather to remember what Christ has done for us. And as uh, Ryan had mentioned earlier, that we remember what he has done and we are set free because of what he has done in us. And we get to hear that powerful message today that no longer does sin hold us back, but because of what Christ has done in our lives, that we get to be a part of that and be set free from all the wrongdoings. I don't know about you, but I mess it up a whole lot of times. So um, we get set free from all that thing. So today we're going to open up in Luke. Um, Luke is in uh, the Bible, New Testament. It's going to come up on the screen, but if you've got your Bibles with me, with you, you can read along with me. In verse 14, this is Luke 22, verse 14. I'm going to have a little sip. It's very exciting, that song. Worship team, you're incredible. Um, yeah, right. They lead us well into the presence of God and um, just incredible, the creativity, actually. As I'll take a moment to also thank Ryan and the team as they creatively create these spaces, um, our amazing atmosphere team, that create a space that as we come into this place, that everything is prepared, that I hope that as we come in, that you feel comfortable and welcome and you see a bit of the creativity expressed through people on just how much Christ has had an impact in our lives. And so thank you, Ryan and team and worship team and atmosphere team. You're incredible. So, verse 14. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine at, on the table. Over here, we see this picture that Jesus says um, is the last supper. This is the last meal that he's going to have with his followers here. And he knows what's coming ahead. But what I love about this is as Jesus is sitting at the table and he's about to take communion with these disciples, I look at us here this morning and it's no different that we are sitting here in these chairs, in these rows, and what we are mindful of in this is that we are sitting at the table of Je with Jesus, that he is in the midst of us, that we are sitting with the Father, that he is alive and he is well and he is sitting right here with us. And in these moments to know that Christ will speak to us, Christ is at the table and we get to come together and sit with him. 
Jesus has these remarkable and powerful words that he begins to share with these disciples around the table. And he's sitting there knowing what is to come ahead. And he's having this serious conversation with them. And he's talking about communion. And he's saying, do this and remember me. He's sitting there for the last time physically with them. He says that. He says, come and remember me as you take communion this morning, that as he sits with us, as we're in this place, that, that message is very clear to us again, that he says to us, remember me that he has, he has paid that price for each one of us. And so Jesus took some bread, he gave thanks, he broke it. And over here he's saying, this is my body. And what we see, what happened to his body, was that he is crucified, that it is gory, that it is messy, that he has bruised and battered for our sins. I am not, I don't love horror movies, I don't like blood, guts, I faint at the sight of blood, going into hospitals I've known to faint a couple of times, not even seeing blood, it's not my thing. But what the apostles would have seen was this bruised and battered body, a body that was broken and this morning that is represented to us, that with the bread here, that Christ's body that was broken, bruised, battered, unrecognisable, that for each one of us, that truth and the reality is that we are set free because of that. And he says, remember me. Remember this body that is represented in this bread. That as we take that, that Christ's body was broken and was battered for you and for me. He goes on and he says, take this bread. And he broke it and he gave thanks. And he says, this is my body. I'm giving it to you. He's saying, I am giving you my life. It is represented in this. It's symbolic in this bread. But what he's saying is, I am giving you my life. I'm giving you this body. And he goes on to say, remember me. That today, this morning, that we get that opportunity to take communion, take the bread, the cup, to remember what Christ has done for each one of us. That what he has done for us. And I know there may be people sitting here And as we're saying, it's Good Friday, but maybe it's not such a Good Friday for you. Maybe it is a bit of a silent Friday. Maybe there is a bit of pain and hurt and loss and there's stuff that's going down the deep parts of your life and your heart and the crevices of your heart that aren't actually feeling that great. It feels a little bit silent, a little bit painful. And in these moments that as we come, we bring that pain, we bring that hurt, we bring that stuff to God, that we get to remember what Christ has done in our lives. And we allow him to begin to enter into those places that are sometimes buried deep down. Sometimes we don't even want to go or remember those things. But what he wants to do is meet us in that. He wants to allow space for us to allow to let him into those places that are hurtful that are painful that are broken and he says I want to walk with you in that I want to be with you in that not just in the good and happy times but every aspect of your life I want to be a part of that that body that was broken was that he would be with us always in every aspect and sometimes it can just remain just a little bit I'll give you this part, but just not that one little part. Just hold that back. But just how does it look like for us this morning? 
And a little later on in this, um, in, after the message, we're going to allow a, a lot of space to be able to reflect and remember and go to places and allow Jesus to go to places in our lives that he can speak into, that he can bring um, power in, that he can bring life in. Because what he is about and what he has done on the cross is to be able to give us life and life to the fullest. And he said, in the same way after supper, Jesus took the cup and he said, this cup is a new agreement that God makes with his people. And sometimes we can make all sorts of agreements in all sorts of ways and they can't, sometimes they're dark, sometimes they're not helpful, sometimes they're not bringing life to us. But what he says in this cup, what he says in the blood that was poured out is that that is our new covenant with him. And that in that, that we would have life to the fullest. And that we are going to make a new agreement this morning, a new and afresh, as we take communion, as we take that blood. That maybe some of those old agreements, some of the ways and the choices that we have made in our lives, maybe today even, maybe this week, that actually weren't great agreements. They weren't great life choices we made. What is exciting this morning, that as we take that cup, the new agreement washes away all that other stuff. The blood of Jesus washes away all that stuff. That agreement that is in Jesus' name, that it removes all those things in our, in our lives that are um, not helpful, that we've maybe made mistakes, all sorts of things. That Jesus, the power that is in his name, the power that is in communion can wash away that stuff. So that's what we get to do in a, in a few moments. We're going to take that up. And that power of communion where we're just not here gathering thinking to ourselves, oh, I've made an agreement to myself that, you know, I'm going to come along to church and I, I'm going to do one of, the week, one of the services across the weekend. But we come with intention to meet with our Saviour. We come into this place remembering what Christ has done in our lives. And not that we would just hear a, a message and sing some songs, but we come to encounter the presence of God. We come to encounter and to have our lives a little bit open to what maybe he would say to us, what he might see in our lives that maybe needs a little realigning, maybe needs a new agreement, maybe needs a, a, you know, a reset for the week. But what we come over this weekend is to remember what he has done in our lives. And he says, this new beginning begins with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for each and every one of us. There is no one excluded from that. Sometimes we're like, oh yeah, but I'm not good enough. No, you are. That every single one of us, that sacrifice was made, that body broken, the blood shed for each one of us, no matter what we have done. Last week was Palm Sunday and I was hearing some great stories. We have an amazing kids ministry that happens each and every week and um, last week was Palm Sunday and we were sitting in staff meeting and um, one of the parents was sharing about their child, um, that they were coming home and they're singing Hosanna, Hosanna, there's a Palm Sunday. It was a good job kids ministry leaders. Uh, the message is clear, they're getting it, they're singing it when they go home. But that story of Palm Sunday and the story of Jesus coming into the gates of Jerusalem and the palms being laid down and he comes through on, on the donkey, that representation of those palms 
is victory. What they're saying is as they're laying down that branch, that there's victory in the name of Jesus. There is victory in the name of Jesus. And they're laying it down, they're putting it down, and he comes riding in. This morning, that as we take communion, as we come this morning, that we stand in that same victory, that we don't no longer fight for victory, but we stand because of the victory that is in the name of Jesus. Right? Are we awake? Have you believe it? Yeah, you betcha. That this morning, it doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter what is going on. We stand in the name of Jesus. And for each and every one of us, the victory that is found in him, we don't fight and battle, but he has already made the victory for us. And we walk that out. That we have that power in his name. And we walk out of that. So as we're... We're doing that, and there is always going to be a little bit of resistance that will come. There's always going to be resistance that may come up against our decision to follow Christ. You may be here, and you may not necessarily know or made that full decision to, to walk with Christ. You may be just exploring what that looks like. That as we gather this morning, what we recognize and what we know, that we will never have it together but it's only because of the name of Jesus that we can walk the walk that we have. You can talk to the person next to you and their walk isn't perfect, nor is it easy, but it's because of the name of Jesus that we walk in the power and the authority of his name. And this morning, and we're going to um, wrap up in a moment, I'm going to invite Shani to come up and she's going she's to play for us. And what this, we're going to allow 10 or 15 minutes in a moment. And what that's going to look like, we have got some incredible artists in the midst of us. And at the back here, some people have um, made sculptures, um, did amazing artwork, all sorts of ways, creatively, on their expression of some of the stations of the cross. And there's communion here, there's a cross up the back there that maybe there's some stuff that you need to write down and pin it on the cross. And we're going to take a little moment to do that in a little while. And there's going to be 10 or 15 minutes to do that. But as we, we do do that, what I'm mindful of is with these new agreements, with the things that happen in our lives, that sometimes there are stains, there's spots, there's blemishes that stick to us. A little bit like me being clumsy in the morning, taking my coffee in the car, spilling it, and there's sort of stains and st um, spots that happen to me as I walk into work. It's not a good look. But sometimes we have these stains and spots and blemishes. And the blood and the power of Jesus, the blood of Jesus is the only things that can wash those away that no matter how big or how small the things and the ways that we mess it up, that that power that is in the name of Jesus is a thing that can wash that away. And in these next little, um, in these next moments, it's going to be 10 or 15 moment, minutes, where 10 minutes where we'll just have Chantel playing and we can move to communion, we can go to the different stations, reflect in your seat, however you want to do that, and then we're going to close on a, a song to wrap up that 15 minutes to be able to reflect on some of these things, to remember Jesus, to know that as we take communion, what communion is, is God wanting to have community with us.
that God wants to be in community with us, that he wants to have that access to our lives to be able to come and speak to us, to walk with us, to journey with us. And that is very powerful. I don't know about you, but I've certainly had the times where things have been going on in my life and very quick to go to the friends and to all the people around me. But it's when I come to Jesus is when things start changing. Is when he, he enters into those raw and open spaces that he starts to speak and starts to change things in my life. And this morning, we're going to allow space for God to meet with us, for each one of us, however that looks for us, to see what he would say to us. That God wants to be a part of where you're at today and that he has the victory in that. And he wants us to start relying on him. He wants us to start coming to him. He wants us to bring those things to him first. Why do we go all over the place? We, we realise this in the long run. But there is that power of coming to him and to relying on what, what he has already done, what he has done on the cross. So I'm going to invite us all to stand now and I'm going to pray for us and we can stand and we're going to be able to move around this place. You may want to take communion with family, friends, do that, walk around, see and reflect on some of those images and maybe sit down, journal if that's what you love to do. And I love to pray that in this moment that we would encounter and we'd experience the presence of our God. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, that you sent your son for each one of us. That, Lord, that his body that was broken, his blood that was shed for each one of us, for every single one of us in here today. And that, Lord, we, we thank you, God, for that, that new covenant, that new agreement, that, Lord, that as we come to you, that, Lord, we are, all those sins are erased. That Jesus, because you've paid it on the, price, on the cross. That Heavenly Father, that as we have this time to reflect, to listen, to hear what you would say, I pray that you would speak, that we would hear your voice, that Lord, that you would show us places that maybe there's been agreements made that we need to bring to you. That Heavenly Father, we pray that you would be powerful in our lives, that we would hear you and, and see you at work. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you may move however. You can sit, you can wander, do what you need. <laughs>